My worst take is that you do not want Aaron Jones on your fantasy roster. So yes, Aaron Jones was a top three back last year. Pretty much any type of league you played in, PPR, half PPR, non-PPR, he was a great player. That rusher, 16 touchdowns, right? Great numbers. There's a lot of problems with him. My biggest problem with him is his touchdown reliancy. He has he had 16 touchdowns. That is not going to be repeated next year. Why? Well, not only do they have Jamal Williams, who missed a big chunk of last season, they also have A. Dillon, who they just drafted in the second round. And I know that Packers fans were freaking out about that pick because why would we draft a running back? We just had the guy that, who led the league in touchdowns. Well, simple. The Packers are trying to change to that Shanahan system. Matt LaFleur, he worked under Kyle Shanahan. He he does that, that same system. He wants that committee group. So this is, this is a team that is not trying to feed one guy. They're trying to have A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams, and Aaron Jones all lead the charge. I still think he's a pretty solid player. I don't think he's an elite running back. He's not a Saquon. He's not a Joe Mixon. He's not one of those talent-level running backs. He really just isn't. He's in a system for his Perfect. He plays with Aaron Rodgers. People think Aaron Rodgers isn't the same guy. Aaron Rodgers is still a damn good quarterback. But he is not a guy you want in your fantasy roster. His average draft position is 15th overall, middle of the second round or early second round. That is not a guy you want. He is not going to put up those same numbers. He had 16 touchdowns. I would not be surprised if he has half touchdowns. I think that's a pretty fair guess. Because why is he? Why would you expect a guy who's going to be in a three-headed battle to get 16 touchdowns? They're not going to feed it to him on the goal line as much. They have a guy like A.J. Dillon. His, his yardage is going to be down. Everything is going to be down. Matt, one of the biggest things with Aaron Jones is he was actually pretty solid in the passing game. But that's not going to be the case as much um, with a running back by committee. Obviously very touchdown dependent. And that is not going to be very good, like you said, the guys that he has around him. And I'm kind of looking at him and I'm kind of thinking he'll probably be very similar to what he was in 2018, back when it was kind of a running back committee. And I'll get those numbers for you. I'll pull them up right here. And he was running back, or he was player number 62 in 2018. 728 yards, eight touchdowns, 260 yards receiving, one touchdown. Those, those are, are not, solid numbers, too. They're, they're, they're solid. solid numbers, but they're not a top 15 pick in the draft. Right now, Yahoo has him ranked as the number 10 running back. Right around, basically, guys like Austin Eckler. Um, and I, I don't like that for him. Now, I will say I, I'm a big fan of Aaron Jones. I like Aaron Jones. Matt Matt's a bit of a quote-unquote hater, believes he's a system running back, which is wait, wait, wait. kind wait, wait. of – No, I'm just, I'm just messing with you, Matt. I know you just – you don't think hey, he's as I good had, as I do. I had Aaron Jones on my fantasy roster. Now, I did trade him after all of his insane games and his value was just too good, and I got an offer I couldn't refuse. 
I still liked Aaron Jones. I drafted him. I, I believed in him. And I still think he's a good player. It's just, yeah. it's really hard to draft a guy when there's two other backs that the team has clearly shown that they want to use. You do not draft a running back in the second round if you plan to feed one running back, a different running back. You draft a running back in the second round to either integrate him into your offense in a, as a big role or, or he's going to be the clear starter. Now, I don't think he's going to be the clear starter, but they're going to use A.J. Dillon a lot. And Jamal Williams has got better as his time in the NFL has progressed. One thing I want to bring up, Matt, you brought up how you traded him. I think something is if if you're sitting there and you're maybe you're in the third round and somehow he's not there. I think what you do is you take Aaron Jones, but you trade him. I think people will value him too high. And something that's really important with rookie running backs, they get way more production as the season goes along. And so A.J. Dillon will get more production. So if you're sitting with Aaron Jones, maybe he has like a pretty decent week one. Maybe he goes off. Maybe he does really well. Even the first few few weeks. Yeah, first few weeks. You you trade him. You get rid of him because they're going to try and bring him back. Like, anytime you have a rookie running back, it takes a while to get in. And I think Aaron Jones, like, obviously, if you're sitting there in, like, the third round, Aaron Jones is sitting there, you, you kind of have to take him almost. But he's most likely not going to be. But if he's there, you take him and you trade him away for somebody that has much more of an opportunity to succeed and be a number two running back because he's probably not going to be a number one running back and he probably and he's getting drafted like he could be a very very good number two but i don't even think he'll be a very good number he's, two. he's getting drafted like he's going to be a top eight running back yes he's not he does not have the same opportunity that these other guys do and he's he's not even going to get close to the same volume maybe he might get the goal line touches but 16 touchdowns He's not going to repeat that, and he's not going to repeat the same passing game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's there's a lot I'm thinking about right here. I definitely think Matt is underrating uh, Aaron Jones here. Uh, but You're talking just I, like talent level? Yeah, but, but I think where you're coming from, though, might be right because we're talking about fantasy here, and here's the deal. Is the man had 16 touchdowns. If people thought he could do it again, he would be the number run, one, one running back to go. Because he's gone from 400 yards to 730 yards to over 1,000 yards. He's gone from four touchdowns to eight to 16. So his progression, if not exactly what you want to see, is better than what you want to see in a running back that didn't get enough runs and playing time the first two seasons, first season, I guess, uh, with Green Bay. So I'm conflicted because Green Bay drafted a running back exactly where you draft a running back of your future. And that's where I have the problem is Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but Green Bay still went out and drafted Jordan Love. And that might not mean that Aaron Rodgers is gone now, but he's definitely not the quarterback that he might not finish his career with Green Bay. I mean, they they drafted Jordan Love. The running backs are even a little bit different than that. In terms of running backs, when you draft a running back, it's not like one gets kicked out necessarily straight up one the other running back will come in and take away from your playing time and make your life suck and make your stats go down and make you you know regret having that season with 16 touchdowns and a thousand yards the thing for me is aaron jones has got to be a number one running back in this league on the team that he plays for i think that we haven't seen he's been progressing so well that i'd want to see him getting over 200 touches i'd want to see him over that 230 mark uh so 
you know, it's really tough for me because I think in Green Bay it's not going to work out. It's not He's not going to be a guy who goes over 1,000 yards and gets those touchdowns. If he gets traded, which I honestly think if Green Bay is going to bring in A.J. Dillon to start taking carries and run a multiple back offense, Aaron Jones has got to go because they can get a lot for Aaron Jones. They can get a lot more than probably what they're going to use him as if they bring him in, in, in another two backs, in my opinion. I mean, we're talking about a guy that went from 8 to 16 touchdowns, had 1,000 yards on, on a very good offense, but also on an offense that's does pass a lot of the time. Uh, he did get his carries. He got a lot of carries. Uh, but he's averaging 4.6 yards a carry. I mean, he hasn't shown slowdown yet. And that's where I kind of see that gray area. And I think, okay, for fantasy purposes, you can't go all in. He might be number 15 on the draft boards. You might have to wait. If he slips far, he might be a great pick because he could give you some guaranteed points. Uh, he'll get some red zone touches for sure. Uh, but yeah, definitely an interesting case with Aaron Jones here. Thanks for bringing it up, Matt. Yeah, one thing that I'll bring up about last season. Who was playing wide receiver for the Packers? Like, yeah, you have Aaron Rodgers. You have Aaron Rodgers. And then... Jerry Rice. Then you have basically an injured kind of Devontae Adams kind of in and out. Lazard. Equinemius St. Brown. You know who they added this year? Very underrated sign. They added Devin Funches. Now, Devin Funches may not come out and be his 800-yard Carolina self, but he could be a guy that comes out and gets 500, 600 yards, and that's adding to Aaron Rodgers' production. They will not have to rely on Aaron Jones, not only because they have other running backs, but also because they're getting more talented wide receiver. They're overall, like, sure, they didn't draft anybody, but they added somebody in free agency that will be able to contribute, and that hurts Aaron Jones' stock for touchdowns because Devontae Adams... And Devin Funches are touchdown machines. Devontae Adams, I believe, has the most touchdowns for a wide receiver since 2016. Large part of that is because Antonio Brown uh, left the league. But Devontae Adams is a touchdown machine. So is Devin Funches. And Aaron Jones may have been a touchdown machine last year, but that was because people were injured. And, and Devo- yeah, Devontae Adams is one of those guys that was injured. Exactly. He's been the guy in Green Bay. Now, granted, they are, they are in a different offense, so... You do have to account for that, you know. Yeah, it's and, not and the same keep, things. Yeah, it's exactly. not Mike McCarthy going, "Hey, just keep slinging that ball to Devonte Adams." But I get, exactly. I, I brought up how Parsa, how he hasn't regressed, and mm-hmm. you look at his numbers, and it is a steady incline. It is steady, and that's and why confident. it's hard. That's why I don't want to completely count like count him out as a player. Like, I don't think he's going to be irrelevant in fantasy. But the thing is, you don't want him on your roster. Because his value is not where he's being picked. Also, if you're in a dynasty league, I personally play in a dynasty league. If I had Aaron Jones right now, I would sell him so fast. Maybe your league's really smart and they see this coming. They're not going to give something up for him. Well, then, like McConaughey said, you wait a couple weeks because we don't know how training camp's going to go. It might take a little while to get A.J. Dillon going. He'll be the guy the the first part of the season. But once he puts up those numbers, I would expect him to lose a lot of carries, lose a lot of production, because it's really hard to produce if you're in a heavy committee backfield. And that's what Green Bay is shooting for. I don't know how you can prove it to me and say, oh, they're not going to do that. The only way they don't do that is if A.J. Dillon is an awful player, because they clearly see a lot of value in him. You don't pick a running back in the second round if you're not planning on using him. They are 100% going to try to utilize him a ton. They're going to use him... They're going to use Jones, and they're going to use Williams, like I said, and I just don't think the value is there. If he slides, 
if he's a guy in round three, sure, pick him up. And also, then trade him a little bit later because it's just not worth it. It's it's so hard for me to just think, oh, oh, this guy that's been inclining so much is just going to have a steady fall off. But when you look at all of the circumstances, everything points to that. Every single thing. But that's what I'm wondering, Matt, is how confident are you that Aaron Jones might not, let's say, let's say we take away 50 carries from Aaron Jones. If he still plays better than he did last season with 50 less carries, he'll still be around. If he, if he increases his play and his stats as much as he has in the past seasons, which is, I won't go pretty much double because he's pretty much doubled it, but I don't think he, he will yeah. next season. He, he's technically on pace with 50 less carries to get 1,000 yards and 12 touchdowns. So my problem is when you look at his stats out of any running back that's played a couple years in the league, statistically, he actually seems like he has the most potential because he's gone from 4 to yeah. 8 to 16, and he's gone from 4 to 700 to 1,000. But it's all these circumstances that you're talking about that do make it a kind of a mystery because we don't know if A.J. Dillon's going to be good. We don't know how much they're going to play A.J. Dillon. We don't know if A.J. Dillon is going to come in week four and be their number one guy and take over, and Aaron Jones is going to start the season off. So there's a lot of questions, but that flakiness – and, you know, knowing those circumstances, I think it's important that fantasy owners do acknowledge that, you know, if you're going dynasty leagues, if you're going leagues, you know, where that would draft Aaron Jones really high, you know, or leagues that let him slip. If they let him slip, ride the slip. Pick up your surfboard or your ski set and ride that slip because <laughs> if he hits that slip and takes a really deep fall, you can totally take advantage of that because me, Matt, and McConaughey can promise you that Aaron Jones will be relevant next season. Yes, and, and that's just... I think McConnell wants to say th- something, but before that, I-, I do think he's gonna be a relevant player. It's the value is just not there. One thing I'm gonna say: you talk about him like evolving, getting better stats. Running backs very rarely get better in the NFL. They're they're not quarterbacks. They're not wide receivers. Ezekiel Elliott is the exact same running back he was when he came out of Ohio State. Saquon Barkley is the same running back he was when he came out of Penn State. Running backs, it's not like they get better; they get opportunity. And there's no way that his opportunity is going to increase in the same way that it has been in previous years. It is going to decrease due to that. But with that said, I think that's a great way to end off today's episode. I want to thank you, everybody, for listening. Follow us on social media at the Worst Take Pod, at the Worst Take Net on Twitter, at the Worst Take Network on Instagram. Check out our website, theworsttakenetwork.com. We got a homepage with all of our podcasts that have currently released episodes, including those from myself, the Ravens. Matt and Parsa do the San Francisco 49ers. And yeah, check that out. We got um, all the Niners fans out there. We got a George Kittle contract discussion, and I personally think it's very interesting because I think the media and is like very far off on what they think he's going to get. Yep. And when you really dive into the tight end numbers, it's, it's really shocking. Definitely. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a review or a rating. And if you're listening on anything else, hit the follow button, subscribe, whatever it is on the platform you use. But thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see all of you again on Friday. Friday.